everybody, this is Connie Hurtado. And JC Rims, how you guys doing? Welcome back to the next episode of It's Not You. It's your face. We talked about in the last episode that your facial expressions can uh, lead people to believing certain things about you, um, whether they be true or whether they be false. But We also the- talked about how friends, sorry. I interrupted, but we also talked about how friends would know your facial expressions. And how friends interrupt you while you're talking and stuff sometimes. It's really nice. uh, That's how you know they're a good friend because, you you know, you don't cut them when they do that. uh, He just wants to throw a mic at my face. Just a little bit. Yeah. Thought about (laughs) it two or three times already. But the fact that I didn't do it tells me that it's a good friend. Because if you weren't. The fact that tells me that you're a good friend because I could trust you not to actually do it. Facts. These are all facts. So, uh, so I was sitting around thinking. I, I was reading an article from. It's very weird. News.gallup.com. And don't ask me how I got to this website. I went down a rabbit hole of different things and somehow got here. And it uh, gave me some interesting numbers on the number of friends that the that Americans say that they have. Uh, so on average, they claim that men have 9.3 friends, and I believe obviously you're averaging it out. So you know they came to 9.3. Um, it's not that you have 0.3 of a friend. For those of you out there that are going to say like, "How do you have 0.3 of a friend?" I totally was going to say that. I knew you were. <laughs> Good grief! And women apparently have 7.9 friends. That's which- interesting. It really is because... I thought women would have more. They would say that they have more, right? But it's... Well, let me ask you that. Why do you think the women would have more? Well, we're very social people for the, the most part. You guys never shut up. I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. <laughs> you did. Uh, you did mean that. A little bit. So, to me, I just feel like women are very social. We're also... A lot of us, well, I can't say a lot of us, but a lot of the women that I surround myself with, we talk about sisterhood, being there for one another and whatnot. So it just, to me, seeing that and being a part of such a big group, naturally it feels like there would be a lot more friendship in that circle. But I guess not. With that evil laugh. (laughs) No, it's just you said you guys talk about sisterhood, but from my experience, things that I've seen... You guys are the most vindictive, uh, absolute <laughs> cutthroat things walking this earth outside of a praying mantis that kills their I lover am not. after they have sex with them. But um, I'm not. I think you just met the wrong girls. All of them. <laughs> all of them. I just met all the wrong ones. Yeah. All right. All my female friends out there. Oh. She said it. Every last one of y'all that I met. You're the wrong ones. No, so you're, you're talking about friends. So that is pointing towards your friends. You're talking about women. You think so? Are you saying your friends are like that? No. Well, yes. I've talked to them about it. Oh. I have no problem saying this, ladies. You guys are absolutely cutthroat. You guys attack each other more than men will. Ever, men may physically attack each other. We can get into a literal fist fight with each other. Get up, bloody, broken arm, leg, whatever. Look at each other and be like, you good? Yeah, you good? Yeah. All right. 
I'll buy you a shot. All right, bro. And we're absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. Women? Oh, my goodness. I think we hold our emotions a lot more, but I think we'll get into that later. But hold I do your emotions? Not hold. I think we're more emotional, so we feel a lot more oh, than yeah, guys. think? <laughs> really? I think we're more emotional. No, we carry more emotions because you guys can't handle it. We can't handle what? Carrying emotions. We can, We talk to... Our buddies about our emotions just in a different way. We get it out differently. Yeah, okay. So women should just go around boxing? I will probably help you guys a lot if you just <laughs> fight it out, but unfortunately you don't do that. You but sit there and you hold, probably no, be- you hold grudges for like days, weeks, months over nothing. I've known quite a few men to do that. Um Okay, I won't argue that because you say that you have known them. I don't know who they are, so but I would strongly argue that men do not hold grudges near as long as women do. There are some out there that will, and it may be over something very, very petty and very stupid. But uh, for the most part, I would have to argue that women hold grudges for a much. Women will get into an argument, especially with a man, and whatever it is, she may not say anything at that moment. But she'll wait and wait and wait and wait. And three or four months later, you better believe she's going to bring up some crap that you completely forgot about. You thought that argument was done and over with. And she's going to bring it up just to go ahead. And she'll bring it up at the most awkward time when, like, you have friends over, when you have other friends or family over. It's like, why would you bring that up now? So I don't really hold grudges, but I have been told that. My nickname is Sniper because I do come out of nowhere with a few mm. extra. Anyways, mm. weren't we talking about friendship? What What do you have in front of you? What is this article that you were talking about? <laughs> she keeps extra bullets in her purse just in case. And she doesn't even have a purse. Exactly. What does that tell you? Sniper. Anyways, watch out. What were you reading? What were doesn't you were going? Me anything. It begs the question of where the hell are you hiding the bullets? Anyway, <laughs> so... Yes. You don't have to worry about it. It's safe for unfriends, for people that weren't friends. Please don't shoot me. Uh, anyway, talking about <laughs> the uh, the average number of friends that uh, Americans claim that they have. So for men, again, it was 9.3. As I sat back and thought about it, I actually eclipsed that number. I was able to reach about 11 in total. And when I say... Real friends, I'm thinking about those that I know if I was in a bind, if I was in a very bad situation, uh, even if it's not a bad situation, just if I pick up the phone and I call uh, any of these 11 people who are spread out across the country, there are some that are in Atlanta. I have some, I mean, the majority here are obviously in Illinois, but um, Atlanta, Florida, Arizona. Um, I know that if need be, I can give them a call and say, hey, I uh, I am in need of, you know, X, Y, Z. I'm in need of cash. I'm in need of, uh, can you put in a phone call to this person to, you know, do this or do that? They would not hesitate. And I'm hoping that that speaks more to my character and them knowing that I would do the exact same for them because I would without question. Eleven friends. Uh, 
yeah, when I really thought about it. And, you know, there's, awesome, there's a different part of that that comes along because I, I started to think about where did these 11 friends come from and how long have they been around? Mm-hmm. The majority of them came around in the last five or six years. Okay. Um, and I believe that for our younger community out there that's listening, and when I say younger, I'll just say anywhere from the ages of 15 to about 25, I'll say. Um, I hate to burst your bubble, but this is, uh, I, I'm, I'm a little bit more straightforward and realistic with things. I believe that you can learn a lot more from being realistic and understanding that there's, there's a lot of people that are going to give you the uh, sugar-coated version of things. I just need to let you know this, and you can argue and fight it because I did it too. The people that are around you right now, the people that you call closest to you, one of them may survive into your adulthood years when you actually start paying bills and so forth. Maybe one of them. And there's a reason for that that I'll get into later on as long as I remember. But um, they're they're just not going to last. You may say, no, this is my bestie. They're not going anywhere. Mm, Yeah, they are, actually. (laughs) And I'll explain why later on. But... uh, so did you actually count and see how many friends or think about how many friends you actually have? Okay, so for me, there's different levels, okay? Mm-hmm. And a friend friend is somebody, for me, is somebody that I can be 100% myself with. That means emotionally, physically, mentally, I need to be able to be 100% or I have to be comfortable enough to grow into being 100% myself with that person. Okay. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So there's different levels of friendship for me. Um, Because when I'm having a general conversation, let's say with my kids or with another friend like you, and I want to talk about somebody that is somebody that I'm not close with, but I would probably go to the grocery store for, like, hey, you're sick? Oh, let me go to the store for you. Okay. I would not consider that person a friend, 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 like somebody that is in my inner circle. But I would say, hey, I'm going to go to the store for my friend. Does that make sense? It does. But I guess it begs the question of where do you draw the line? So for me, I am um, a very silly, spontaneous wreck. <laughs> I think that probably describes... Uh, more of our listening community than you realize, but yes, continue. But I won't show that to everybody. So that person that I'm running to the store for, I'm just a caring person where I like to do things to serve people. I want to make sure people are okay. I like to help people physically, emotionally, mentally, because I do do life coaching every now and then, or I used to anyways. I haven't recently, but... um, We're going to make sure she gets back into that because she (laughs) is... uh, She's an absolute... She is the perfect person for it. She really did find her calling with that, and she does need to get back into that. So, Well, thank you. People say, you know, we're giving flowers out, which I'm kind of tired of hearing that term, to be honest with you. But you <laughs> need to know. You do need to continue doing that. You guys go and look her up. Connie Rotato, she's... Uh, I'll just let you listen and you go ahead and tell me what you think. Anyway, continue. I'm thank you. That's very nice. That's very nice. I, I do like helping people. Um, but that doesn't make that person somebody that is in my inner circle and my inner circle I would consider is a true friendship and I counted I have if you want the exact number I'm not going to say 
point anything. It's seven friends. You're one of them, by the way. That was pretty close. I what? Yeah, you're my friend. <laughs> you're my inner circle. <laughs> I made the cut. That's what I'm talking about. Anyways, this is where I could just tell him to shut up and push him off the chair and still be a friend with him. <laughs> I made the cut. I, I made the cut. Um, yeah. So how many friends do you have? I've found it to be 11. So. And those are people that you can be 100% yourself with. You don't have to wear a mask. You don't have to sugarcoat anything. Like, I may sugarcoat something with you at first, but I know that you would know that that is not, that I'm sugarcoating something. I would. And I would, I would be comfortable, uncomfortably enough to be comfortable. That's vice versa. Strike that. Reverse that. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> See, this I is why he's a friend. I got where you were coming from, though. I would be uncomfortable, but I would be comfortable enough to be able to explore the fact that, yes, I can talk to you about it, or to an end person who's in my inner circle. Yeah, I think a lot of people probably feel that way uh, with that description, where the topic that you would like to discuss or something that you would like to bring up is an extremely uncomfortable topic, but you have so much faith within that other person's where you say, I am comfortable being uncomfortable with you. And that makes a huge, huge difference when you're talking about those that you decide to keep in your life and those that you probably want to keep at a distance. Um, I, I have a philosophy of everyone has at least one if not two, but there's definitely one person that they are comfortable sharing a lot with. And it is why I choose to keep a lot to myself and figure things out for myself because I know that there are people, and again, I'm going to kind of contradict myself here when I talk about those close friends that I know I can trust with anything. Just because I do trust them doesn't mean that I tell them absolutely anything because we'll go just to the marriage dynamic. I know that I have my very close friends that are married. I just so happen not to be. Uh, will that change one day? Yeah, probably when I make that decision, which, good Lord, why would I? But anyway, um, <laughs> there are those that I know I could go and talk to, but I also understand that there are people that no matter what I tell them, they most likely have someone else, and if they are married, that other person, more often than not, is their spouse, that they will share absolutely anything with, even my information, even though they told me that it would stay just between us. So imagine you go and tell your best friend something personal about you, something that's going on, something you're dealing with. Let's say that you... Call up your best friend and say, hey, you want to go grab a drink? Just sit down and talk for a second. You go and talk to them, and you believe that that conversation is going to stay between you two. You have a real good conversation. You feel better walking away from it. Well, now your best friend goes home, and they lay down in bed with their spouse. And their spouse says, so how is everything? How, how's your friend doing? Oh, they're doing good. Well, what would you guys talk about? Ah, uh, you know, just guy stuff. Well, what do you mean? What kind of guy stuff? Now they are put in a position where do I choose to keep this just between me and my buddy? Or do I 
choose to be happy and go ahead and tell her what's going on because if I don't now she thinks I'm keeping secrets and was I really out with my best friend and so forth and like that saying happy wife happy life type of thing that's what I hear it is and I <laughs> I know this is unfiltered but I'll save that for another podcast but um, I just I know that there that has to come out now it's not that I have an issue with it but I didn't really want your significant other to know about what I talked to you about Mm -hmm. because going along with my philosophy, everybody has someone else. So while she does have my best friend to talk to, well, they both already know it now. And I'm sorry, I'm just using significant other for saying that it's a woman. Let's say that she now goes out to brunch with the girls. And they ask, hey, how's everything going? How's, you know, your, how's your husband doing? Oh, he's doing good. Oh, my gosh. Three or four mimosas in. Don't tell anybody, but and here we go. Now, my information just became available to all the girls sitting at brunch having, you know, Mimosas. girl time. Yes, which I kind of want one. But... um <laughs> Again, I'm very cautious in that way because I worry about things like that because it's happened to me where I've had people just come and tell me things. And I think to myself, I don't think I'm supposed to know this, but I am a trustworthy person. I know that I'm a trustworthy person. So I'm not going to go and tell someone else. There are some things that I may say, but I'll never say a name. And I will say, yeah, I know someone that is going through this situation. I will not mention names, so there's no way it can be tracked back to anyone. Um, I feel like other people do not do that, though. And it may eventually get around to someone that I just, I I prefer that they didn't have my information. So I'm a little bit more secretive. Even with your inner circle. Yes. However, the reason they're in my inner circle is that they have at some point in time proven that they can be trusted. And the fact that I know If I really wanted to talk to them, I could. And that's what really makes a difference to me as far as friends are concerned. I know if I need you, I can call you. I know there's no questions asked. Me just knowing that means more than the actual act of me coming and talking to you and trusting in you and needing you for something. The fact that I know you are there is absolutely uh it's just on a whole nother level of trust as far as i'm concerned and i'm happy to say that i i say that there's 11 i'm very confident in saying that those 11 would really be there for me and some people may be saying like dude you might want to go ahead and cut that in half um those people don't really you can't trust them i I really do think i can because it's anyone that knows me i don't trust a whole lot of people so it's those 11 and everybody else outside of that well you're kind of sol (laughs) trust you as far as i can throw you so do you think people take friendship for granted though and because we use that term so loosely friendship you'll say oh he's my friend the expectations of that person becomes reality to the person who's claiming it, but the person who's actually on the other end doesn't fully understand that. It's a very, very tricky subject. I believe that... Being on the topic of friendship, I think that's... Yes, it's it gets very... Uh, it's convoluted because you're 
absolutely correct. And someone will say, oh, yes, that's my friend. And the other person will be like, man, I just met them three days ago. I'm not <laughs> like, I, I barely even know them. But it's easier to say that that's my friend as opposed to saying, you know, that's my associate. Because when you say that, people get offended. They're like, that's rude. Yeah. How dare you call me? You can't just call me a friend. Well, what makes you a friend? Then you get into that conversation. Now you're definitely not going to be friends because it's like, well, you know what? Maybe it's just better if we don't speak. So (laughs) I do believe the term is used loosely, but... Uh, I believe it's used loosely just because we don't have a better term to use publicly that Mm -hmm. will be accepted by everyone where everyone understands like, okay, I kind of get where they are in their uh, social interactions. You know, that's not something that uh, that's not a uh, friendship, actually. That is more of just a whatever you want to call it. That's a, an associate or an acquaintance or somebody that you know. Sure, sure. And uh, I, <laughs> I don't know. Again, there's I could go into some you know deeper parts of that, but it would lead us into a whole another podcast. But there's something that I actually looked up, though. Uh, again, kind of got into this rabbit hole of things. And we all know that there are unwritten rules in everything. Uh, I'm a huge sports fan, as I mentioned in our first podcast. And there are unwritten rules of every sport. There's just certain things you do not do. And there's certain things that you do do just to be a decent person. So I actually found something. And for those of you that know, yes, is Reddit credible? <sighs> For some things, yes, it actually is. It's extremely credible. And there's other things that I'm sure a lot of you know about where it's like, wow, it's it's some off-the-wall, dirty, grimy, just... Crazy uh, stuff. Crazy, I don't even know, uh, comes close to describing it correctly. But I found uh, uh, something called the Unwritten Rules of Friendship. <laughs> the things that I've found here, they ask people, what are the unwritten rules of friendship? So just going to list a few of these off. And uh, some of them you may find to be quite comical. Uh, I know I did. And some of them are very true, though. So while you're sitting back thinking about who your true friends are, I want you to think about these things and you know decide whether or not the people that you have thrown into that friendship circle of yours, whether they fit into this or not. So. One of the first things that pops up is a true friend, um, if you're going to be going through the unwritten rules of friendship, you don't ask for discounts when buying from them and use the reason it's because we're friends. I completely agree. If you're going to be buying something from one of your friends, you don't say, hey, man, you just you can't get it to me half off, man. Like, I know you spent 300 on it, but you can't give it to me for, you know, just 150. Just you know, we're boys. We're friends. No, if that's your true friend, you want to get them as close to the actual value of the product that you are buying for them. You do that to someone that you consider to be an associate, if you ask me. Um, other things that were listed off, be loyal. And available when they need you. 100% agree with that, which I believe we all would agree with, but it's probably one of the most difficult things. They say, if you really want to know who your real friends are, uh, get ready to move. 
and give them a call, <laughs> see who actually answers the phone and who comes up with all types of excuses. Um, and I hope that my friends that are out there listening, I think a majority of them would say that, no, Jay's there, because I don't think I've said no to anyone who has asked uh, me to help them move, and I said no. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. At first, I tried to make some excuses, because who likes to move? No one. But It's horrible. Uh, yeah, it's it's a verbal contract for sure. <laughs> but uh, there's uh, another one was be a friend, not just someone who calls the bitch. Excuse the language, uh, but also listen as well as you talk. I think that's hard for everybody. Not for everybody. I think that's a hard one for people to comprehend. Why? Because what do you do? The first thing that something happens to you, you're gonna call who your friend to do what. I agree, yes. You're going to vent. Yeah, it's a vent to them. However, it does say listen as well as you talk. Well, no, I agree with this person. I'm just saying in general, people nowadays, they just want to spill everything. They want to vomit everything that's happened to them that day. And then when it's your, your turn to listen, they have a hard time doing that because they're still on the kick of whatever happened to them. Well, yes, you are definitely right about that. And I believe that that has aided me. Uh, in my life from the time that I was probably seven, eight years old, I had three older brothers. So I don't want to say that I was ignored, but when you're the youngest brother, you're the youngest one in the house period. Unfortunately, your opinion is not exactly the most important one. No one really cares what you have to say. You're the baby. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. No one cares what you have to say. They just listen to you no matter what you say. Like, oh, that's a good, they're not really listening to you. That's a great idea. Yeah. We're going to take, you know, we're going to hang that up on the fridge. Here you go. (laughs) But then they come back to your idea and they use it later and you stand there like, I I said that 30 minutes ago, but you know what? I'm just going to go upstairs and leave you guys to doing whatever you're doing. Yeah. Screw all of you. Um, Sorry, family, if you guys ever hear this, I didn't really mean that. Well, it did happen, though. But... Uh, um, it is unfiltered. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, not going to get into that. Um, love my family to death, by the way. They are... You want to talk about friendship. I know that that's family, and there's a lot of people who do not have real family. They have sisters and brothers and obviously mothers and fathers, but they will look at their friends and say, no, they are closer to family than actually being friends and so forth. I do have friends that are like that, but I will not deny I I absolutely love my family. They are second to none. Absolutely fantastic people. Anyway, now that I'm done, uh, look at that. I'm venting to all of you. I'm not really venting. I'm sharing very personal things with you guys. So you all have become Nope, I'm not even going to lie to you. You're not all my friends yet. You'll get there one day. But <laughs> We do uh, appreciate you, though. We do. Uh, more unwritten rules. Uh, <laughs> probably one of my favorites, but uh, it still stands true for years and years. Bros before hoes. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I need to say anything about that. Uh, Maybe I do. For those of you that don't understand what that means, for the ladies out there who's like, what does that mean? Why are you being so mean to us? Look, we don't mean that you're hoes. You're not. We don't know all of you like that. You're not. What we're saying is you don't ditch one of your boys to go chase after a girl. If you do, you need to discuss that with him first. 
Girls have the same law. Do you? Well, the girls that I've hung out with, it was always, hey, this is, we're here together as girls' night or whatever. You're not going to go talk to some guy over there. Unless, of course, it's discussed. And sometimes it's encouraged. Like, yeah, girl, you haven't been late. Go ahead. Go talk to that guy right there. He's cute. Let us know when you get home so you're safe. I'm very curious about that, though. So if you are out with your girlfriends and one of them, uh, let's just say you get approached by one or two guys. Just so you know, the men have decided we've already put you in order of who we want first and who we'll go ahead and settle with. So uh, and I'm sorry if that sounds rude, fellas. uh, It's okay. Your shit's out there. Just put this on me. I don't care. Um, But it's true. Let's say there's four girls. We've already ranked you. We've looked and said, man, that's the one. I I definitely want her. But if I couldn't get her, I'll definitely take that one. Then we go and we kind of judge who's in a relationship, who's not, who do I have a chance with, and all of that. Hmm. We can get into deeper details about that in a whole other podcast. But if a guy does approach your group and there's four of you and he's seems to show interest in one very strongly and then that girl showing interest as well do you girls get jealous if one of them seems like let's say you all went out to have a good time you're all single and you all would kind of like to go home with somebody do you get upset if one of you seems to have a little bit more success than the rest of the group i don't know i've never been in that position oh my god <laughs> I've been approached, so I've had, the only thing that I've had, and this is, I can't talk on that because I've never experienced that before. Okay. Okay. But I have been approached by a guy who I knew was dating a friend, and he tried to kiss me, and I said no. So. Mm. Yeah, we'll do that. We will definitely do that. Okay, so does that make sense? Like, I I said, I told him, no. I said, you are dating my my friend here. She really, really likes you. This could not ever be anything, ever. Well, I think that goes into a whole other realm of things. You're talking about now a guy that is, um, he's trying to break up a friendship at that point. He's not trying to. Right. But He always showed interest in me, but since I didn't show that interest back because I knew how much she liked him. Mm -hmm. So I knew how much she cared about him, how much she wanted to be with him, Mm -hmm. so I always backed off. Now, was he a good-looking guy? Yeah. If she didn't have that interest in him, I would have gone for it. But she was interested. So my friend wanted this guy. I was not going to go with him and and just go behind her back and be like, okay, cool, let's go. You know what? That brings up a lot of memories. <laughs> so, <laughs> I number one, that's that's extremely admirable. That's uh, I believe that is the textbook definition of a friend. My best friend. I have told people over and over again. I believe one reason why we stay friends for so long, and they just so happen to work out this way. He and I have never argued over a girl. We have found the same girl very attractive, but thankfully he and I have had different ideas of what we found to be so attractive to where we wanted to pursue it. So no matter what, there was not one girl that he found attractive that I'd never said that I said, no nah, man, I just don't see it. I saw it and I got it. I said, yeah, I see why you like her. She's just not for me. And vice versa. Almost every girl I ever talked to or dated, 
he said, yeah, I, I can see why you like her. I just couldn't have her. I couldn't deal with her. I wouldn't go for it. We never had that issue. Unfortunately, there were others that did not exactly, uh, uh, we'll just say that we're not friends to this day because of this issue right here. Now, I'm not a person that's going to fight you over a girl. And when I say fight, I mean even argue with you over a girl. If we both like the same girl, go ahead, take her. I don't care. I'm not, I don't chase anybody. I don't chase anything like that. Um, you want her, go for it. I really hope it does work out. I will vouch for you. I, eh, boy, I shouldn't say, I can't say it, whatever. Ladies, just so you know, we will lie for each other. So if you're thinking that we won't, we do all the time. Um, if he calls us and says, hey, man, I was with you last night, we don't ask questions. Yeah, we, we, he was with us, just so you understand that. And sorry, fellas, if I'm letting out secrets, but she knows anyway. She just. I think girls do the same thing. Um, you probably do. but Maybe. I don't know. Will you call each other hoes afterwards? Yeah. Yeah. Us guys don't. We give each other a high five. <laughs> Same so definition, just different actions. So yours, like, pimping, but it's high five. Ours is, you ho. Like, cool. Really? Because I thought it was more like, uh, like you talk behind her back to your other friends. Like, she is such a hoe. Some girls, again, I think it just depends on the circle, your inner circle. So if I have... Well, I can't say now, but before. Yeah, we're not talking about right now, no. Beforehand. If I wanted to go on some kind of spontaneous trip and like, oh, you ho. Like, yeah, that's cool. Oh, like, a, okay. So, like, you go to, you know, Punta Cana or something like that. You're just having a girl's trip type thing. Okay, so is that why no girl wants her boyfriend to go to Las Vegas? Cause Probably. A be- little bit. <clears throat> what stays in Vegas? That's not, I don't like that saying. I hate that saying. What What? happens in Vegas? Because I'm a private person. So to me, what happens in, no matter where I go, what happens in uh, Arizona stays in Arizona. What happens in Cali stays in Cali. I'm not coming back and telling you everything that went on. It's just my trip. (laughs) Anyways, back to being friends here. (laughs) Uh, Yes. We're going on the level of love languages, aren't we? I mean, if you think about it, your friendship and the way you handle your friendship and how you receive that friendship, that relationship, it's kind of about how you receive and give a different kind of love, a different kind of care for people. Yes, 100%. So um, I believe all of you, well, I won't say all of you because obviously I don't know everyone that's listening, but a strong majority of people have either heard of or read the book, The Five Love Languages, and it speaks about... Uh, there are different ways to be loved and to give love. And I believe that our divorce rate at the moment, I don't know the exact numbers. I do know for a fact that our divorce rate is over 52%. So something is going wrong. At some point, there is a miscommunication. Uh, Someone is switching something up or someone is giving love and not receiving it the same way that they would like to. Or there you is don't understand your love language, the yes. disconnection and what you know. How do you know you receive or give love language or love as well? Correct. And this can all be learned from the friendships that you have, you know, as you grow up. So the ones that you are closest to probably know how you like to be handled. Um, what to say to you, what not to say to you, what it is that makes you most happy. Some of you love to receive 
certain uh you know certain gifts and so forth some of you just love if someone comes and gives you a hug as a matter of fact one of the unwritten rules in here that someone wrote they wrote out three hug them often talk as well as listen make love to them at least once a week wait uh, so, okay. that's a little different yeah i don't know if you want to do that with all your friends you might want to, uh, yeah i think they went on to a whole nother but uh, yeah. Anyway. yeah. But yes, uh, talking about the hug them often thing. Some people's love language is physical touch. They just need someone to be there and just sitting on the couch cuddling up with them. It means more to them than any gift you could ever buy them. And they also give out love the same way. They may just walk up to you and give you a hug. And that's their way of saying, I really do care about you. Understanding that and knowing that can really propel you forward into a very long-lasting relationship. Um, so we will get into that next and talk about why people, uh, you know, fail in, you know, giving and receiving love. Uh, why I believe that this is a huge proponent into why our divorce rate is where it is, that we don't talk to each other enough and we don't understand factors like this that play a huge role in not just your romantic relationships but just your friendships period uh it's been playing a role in your life your it's been playing a role your entire life you just didn't realize it and understand it um so you guys stay tuned for that and let us know how you feel about the unwritten rules of friendship and what you believe the unwritten rules of friendship are um how many friends do you truly have that you can say, like, no, this is someone that I can call on at any point in time. This is someone that I would absolutely call a true friend. How many do you actually have in your life? Uh, we would love to know. So you guys stay tuned. Uh, well, when I say if you guys tuned. found value in this, sorry, if you guys found value in this, please like and comment. Share with another friend because they may need this or somebody that is an acquaintance. But needs to hear this as well. That is going to help them. I didn't even think about that aspect. Yeah, that's a great <laughs> idea. You might want to go ahead and send them a little, uh, a, a little reminder, like, "Hey, you suck. Listen to this. <laughs> Share it on social media. <laughs> that way, you don't get in trouble." Yeah. Until yeah. then. <laughs> hey, you guys, take care. We care about you. We uh, let us know what other ideas you guys may have for us to talk about. We we're, we're here for you. Absolutely, we really are. Uh, both of us are in the business of trying to help others. We love to see other people grow and prosper every single day. And there's some things that you may not feel comfortable talking to a lot of people about. So anything that you have on your mind that you would like us to speak about, by all means, put it down in the comments and we will make a point to get to it and give you a different perspective. Uh, Miss Connie will probably give you the very nice and... Uh, the coachable. Yes, the coachable perspective. I'm just going to give you the straight up truth and let you know here's where you're messing up. Here's Hold what you up. need to change. Mine is truth. It's just difference. Yes. Um, <laughs> Again, different mine perspective. Mine is more of the uh, raw truth, I guess you could say. The, uh, the straight no chaser truth, if you will. Without the cherry, without the whipped cream. There you go. Take this shot straight to the head. Shot of alcohol, <laughs> not bullets. Sorry. Uh, so. You guys have a fabulous, fabulous day. Hope you guys have a fantastic, well, I say weekend. It is the weekend now. You guys have a fantastic day, week, whatever it may be, weekend. And uh, we will talk to you soon. Take care. Bye for now.